0: Okay, but let's go ahead and finish out this second half of Peach Street football by reacting a little bit to what happened this weekend. And we we started with that at the top, but we'll we'll get more into it here now because man, it, it really was a wild weekend. Besides, like you said, it was it was kind of like a sandwich. The 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 first game and the last game weren't really games, but then that that middle, you know, the, the bread was it was just bread. But then the, the inside, the meat uh, of the games, now that that's where the good stuff was in the middle there. So, I mean, San Francisco did what they had to do against the Seahawks. We can start there. And, again, Seahawks, the Seahawks made it a game at first. But, I mean, San Francisco really showed that, hey, we we are Super Bowl contenders. No Trey Lance, doesn't matter. No Jimmy Garoppolo, doesn't matter. Brock, we can do whatever we, we need to do. Uh, with Brock Purdy, because I mean, this team overall offense, defense is just loaded down with talent. Squid. Well,
1: Trey Lance, I don't even know why we're mentioning him. He's done nothing. I mean, they weren't. I don't. Think, I think they were one and one with Trey Lance as a starter, yeah. and I think he only played two games.
0: Right? Maybe he, yeah, got, he out, and like, got hurt. Yeah, he only um, got hurt in the second or and third.
1: Then, you know, and and honestly, I'm not even sure that he should have been starting to begin with. I think he was starting because of where they the need. Him. Yeah, I really do. I mean, he played. He played two games this year. He played yeah. two games. Yeah, he
0: got hurt in the second.
1: Where he completed forty eight percent of his passes for one hundred ninety four yards in two games. So.
0: You know, and that um, and the game that he lost, and, and, and just to quickly mention, the game that he lost was to the Chicago Bears. I know the conditions were crazy; yeah. and they were playing in the monsoon. But you see where the the Bears are drafting. That's all. Didn't and hurt this Justin Fields
1: did it. Didn't hurt huh? Justin Fields did it. Justin Justin Fields played well enough to win his team a game. I mean, sure did. he went in that game. He went thirteen of twenty eight for one hundred sixty four yards with an interception. Um, and he did get in in the Seattle game. he only threw the ball three times, which yeah. is actually why his completion percentage is at forty eight percent um <laughs> so Brock Purdy has done nothing but win. They haven't lost the game with Brock Purdy as a starter.
0: Nope, nope,
1: so that's kind of an incredible feat right there uh on its own. but look, they've got weapons they're they're very good defensively, especially on the line uh their offensive line is pretty good themselves yeah. um the the Jacksonville game, I mean, the Trevor Lawrence, let me tell you something now. That is a that's a character win right there, uh, um, because. I thought he played as bad as you could play early, and then well, he, definitely. you know, he really turned it around um, and played well. I'm going to go through real quick a mm-hmm. um, couple of guys that got stars for me, um, yeah. Trevor Lawrence the way he quarterback. This is just quarter. I'm just doing quarterbacks real quick. I'm gonna I, I got another, yeah. I got a couple more guys and I'm gonna give you something.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but I give a gold star to Trevor Lawrence for bouncing back in the second half, for not just tanking it. Right. Daniel Jones played good. out of his mind good. good. I was so impressed with Daniel Jones. Um, the way he played. And uh and honestly, Dak Prescott. I tweeted last night as a joke. I'm someone back. from the someone from the station um, uh, retweeted it, and I, I don't I don't know why. I, I tweeted last night that Dak was doing his best Stetson Bennett impersonation because he had a scramble where he ru- where he ran and dove for the first down. But I thought Dak played. I thought Dak was on point last night. I thought he made some really good throws. I was really impressed going into that game. I. Dak was a mediocre performance away from being called Kirk Cousins by me. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and he and I I will not ask that, I thought Dak played phenomenally last night. I was very impressed with how he played, especially after how poorly he played in Week 18.
0: Yeah, no, Dak definitely bounced back, and and really he had played a little suspect not not just in Week 18, but a couple of weeks prior to that too. Um, been throwing interceptions, a couple of them have gone for touchdowns, so. If anybody needed the performance that they had last night, it was it was Dak Prescott. So he looked good. Tony Pollard continued to look good. Um Zeke had a couple of big gains. So the, the Cowboys still uh still alive and still doing their thing. So we'll see how uh how they bowled against the San Francisco 49ers because that's what they got up next. Um, just quickly on, on the Jacksonville Jaguars and the and the Chargers game. I mean, man, that, that was something. And like you said, Trevor Lawrence, that's how you bounce back right there four interceptions in the first half, four touchdowns, zero interceptions in the second half. And, I mean, if if that doesn't just go to show how, again, we talked about coaching matters, look at the situation in Jacksonville. I mean, they go from a dumpster fire, the the ultimate dumpster fire in Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson. And, I mean, does the, in, them, in your mind, I know it's a regular season award, but does what happened this past Saturday night, does that kind of submit Doug Peterson as coach of the year in your opinion? Um,
1: no, no, I don't think that. I I think if you were, I guess because the Giants was, are
0: still alive too with Brian Dayball, maybe.
1: Well, I think what Brian, I think what both those guys have done has is is phenomenal. Um, yeah, Dayball his taking a quarterback that everyone hated the draft pick and then killed the entire time he was there and turned him into, I mean, he looked, I mean, sign me up for that yeah, kind of quarterback yeah. play. Yeah. Um, But I, I think the turmoil that Jacksonville was in maybe was a little bit more dire after, you know, you just, you basically brought in a rookie quarterback. You basically had a rookie quarterback this year because Trevor Lawrence, you can't give yeah. him any credit for nothing he learned last year. No. I mean, that was probably the first thing Doug Peterson said to all his rookies or all his second-year players who were mm-hmm. rookies under Urban Meyer. said, everything you've learned about the NFL so far, just wipe it out. So I would yeah. give Doug Peterson a nod there over that. I, I, I think you can't um, – you know, you can't – but you, you have to mention what, what Dayball has done. What, um, uh, is, it, is it Stefanski and um,
0: – Kevin Stefanski.
1: In, in, in Minnesota, I know he lost his playoff game, but. Oh, no, that's, um,
0: that's uh, Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell yeah, I'm sorry. It's yeah, the fancy in Cleveland. Cleveland. He's in yeah. Cleveland.
1: Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you for that correction. O'Connell, I think he's in a good job. I think Nick Sirianni is probably going to win it in Philadelphia because the best team. But you know what? True. Screw that. Give Kyle Shanahan some damn votes because Kyle he's Pitt on his third screen quarterback, votes. winning the division, number two seed. Um, Honestly, I think it would me be down between uh Peterson, um, Shani and um and and Dayball because of the you know, just Shanahan just what he's done with 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 going through his third quarterback, that's pretty
0: amazing. Um even not though not only going on his third quarterback, but being on his third quarterback and his team getting better. Like yeah, there's something to be yeah. said behind that. So I mean, yeah, I mean the there there I mean there have been some really good coaches uh uh this year. So coaching going a long way. In the NFL uh this season. But um moving on to uh what we saw on Sunday. I mean, again, all all three games were uh excellent. The first game was the Bills and the uh the Dolphins. I couldn't remember there for a second. And Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins gave the Bills all they could handle, and they were in, you know, they, they were in position to, to win that game couple of drops by Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. But I, I think ultimately coaching the – Yeah. Coaching yep. gaff. So I didn't I, mean
1: catch up with coaching gaff. I think no, might have taken – That might have no, yeah. been an issue, right? I mean, that coaching gaff kind of – mm-hmm. yeah, It was. Yeah, unfortunately, sure. Mike McDaniel – But, um, yeah, that was that game was sneaky, right? It was 17-0, Dallon.
0: Yes. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a blowout. And then Dolphins said, "Oh, uh-uh, not so fast. We're here to play. And so they bounced back. They did a good job bouncing back. Skylar Thompson, he found that he, he eased himself into the game. He kind of found his rhythm in the game because he did look, you know, a little timid out there at first. But he found himself, and the Dolphins found a rhythm, and they started moving the ball on offense, and they started clicking. But, I mean, Josh Allen – Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, man, they they make plays when they need to make plays. And, and Josh Allen, he makes some throws when they need to be made. I mean, he he is pretty clutch when it when it comes to uh what you want in your quarterback. So he made some big time throws. The Bills made some big time plays. And uh, the like I said, the Dolphins had a couple of drops here and there with 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 Waddle and Tyree Kill. So that that hurt him a little bit. Like I said, some coaching, some coaching blunders hurt him a little bit. But I mean, you know. That Dolphins team, I, they're going to be around for for they, they have they have a nice little window here. And once they get Tua, if hopefully Tua comes back, I know he's had some trouble with concussions. I know some people are questioning, you know, whether or not he should continue his career. I think he will. I don't think he's going to go anywhere once he comes back healthy and has an offseason to recover. I think he'll be back. But you know, this this Dolphins team, they're they're going to be pretty good. I mean, I feel like the connection between Tyree Kill and you know Tua is only going to get better, and Waddle obviously so. They 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 should they should be able to add some pieces, um, this off season and they're they're gonna be right there. So th- this Dolphins team is gonna be good for years to come.
1: Yeah, I want to um, look. I think I think the dog, I think my, I think they're well coached. I think Mike McDaniel's a hell of a coach. Um, whether he yeah. gets another, another year or not,
0: he made some great play calls too. Darren.
1: The final thing I have on the weekend. Um, yeah. obviously, we uh it, we we've you know. The the the, the Ravens Bengals game was. I thought the Ravens Bengals game was kind of boring. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I didn't. It just was. It just. I think. Yeah. I think not having Lamar there. I think bothered. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not yeah. a hater on Tyler. I thought Tyler Huntley played pretty well, but you know, the star power. Yeah, I, just, I needed Lamar. Um,
0: it was boring. <laughs> but I want to talk Is- about. Well, did you watched it right? Yeah, it, no, I was just gonna say real quick, it's funny that you say that because literally uh we were talking about Simone earlier. She was literally saying the exact same thing. Like it was a close game, so it was um it was not entertaining, it was a different word. It was it was a good game, but it just was not entertaining. It was boring, you know, like you said. So that was just funny that you said that.
1: You know what it might have been? Uh huh. And when we get done, ask Simone and then you can report back yeah. uh later in the week. But yeah. maybe it's how exciting the first two games were as far as you know, the yeah. teams were scoring. It just seemed like there was a lot of action. And that game right. just seemed like an old-school AFC uh, Central slobber knocker of a game, kind of just slugged yep. it out. Exactly. Last night, Dallas – and I thought Tampa's defensive line did well at first, but I think Dallas's right. defensive line dominated the game up front in the interior. Yeah. And I say that because Dexter Lawrence – and Leonard Williams from New York
0: dominated
1: against the Vikings up yep. front. They were their presence was unmistakable in that interior. And I bring that up because everyone talks about edge rushers and edge rushers and edge rushers. I don't give a damn about an edge rusher. Give me another pulse in the middle. In fact, go give me go get me two. Go get me one in free agency. Go get me one in the draft. And that yes. way my, my guy Big Grady and I want to bring my boy Abdullah Anderson back, and now I've got mm-hmm. an interior that I'm I'm loving because those are guys yeah. that fight. But I need I need Breezy from Clemson, or Breezy, I should say. It's a it's a silent mm-hmm. Z or a soft Z, as what the okay. great Western told me, so I'm trying to get that right. <laughs> and go get me a Deron Payne. Hell, go get me our boy we talked about earlier, Jeffrey Simmons. Um, yeah. Hargraves. Hargraves from, from, from Philly. Is He's a free agent. He's a little bit older. Yep. Go yep. get me another one of those guys because, to me, Atlanta – The key to relevancy is a defensive and offensive line dominance. So go get those guys because the defensive lines really shined
0: last, last, over the weekend, I should say just over the weekend. That's all I need to say. That, that they showed you're absolutely right. They showed how important they are to a playoff caliber team because the one thing that will help out a, a back end, and the one thing that helps out every single defense is a good pass rush because you and – and I'll give credit to John Trucker. He says this every time about, you know, sacking the quarterback. You, when you start changing down and distance, that's when you start having some success. That's when you start getting turnovers on the defensive end. That's when you start making an impact on defense, getting teams off schedule and changing down and distance. But, no, and the other point to that, quickly as we wrap up here, when you start getting pressure through the interior – that gives your guys on the outside um more more uh more opportunities to get to the quarterback on the outside so uh, if the interior is good that's going to help the outside guys and so you know then we'll start to see honor to get a couple more sacks maybe we'll start to see d'angelo malone come off the edge more and, and get more pressure so it once you start getting that interior pressure that that uh, exterior the outside pressure is going to come right along with it so I completely agree. The in, instead of maybe focusing too hard on getting the perfect edge rusher, we need to get a good interior rotation uh, first and foremost. So I'm with you on that, Squid. I, I I feel you on that all the way. Well, it changes the pocket because a pocket, right? And we've done this before, but a, say a,
1: yeah. the lines like this, and then the pocket. Mm-hmm. I don't. It, it's can you see it? Uh, it doesn't matter. I, half of this is no ways. Most people aren't watching, but basically your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Your pocket is built where the front three hold their line, and the tackles push, and they right. they, they basically they basically it's allow the defense the, the, the what the tackles want to do is is kind of push around right. So you want to push the defensive yeah. linemen, the the edge rushers around behind the quarterback. That way the quarterback can step up into the pocket and into a throw. But if you don't, right? If you um. Cave that pocket from the interior. Now it 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 does this. So the quarterback, when he goes to step up, because the tackles are doing their job, there's nowhere to step up. So now he's got to go lateral. Mm-hmm. And if the tackles have done their job, and the edge rushers have kind of done their job with getting, you know, they're going to be there. And if they now now it's on to them to get off the block or put a hand up on that guy and bring him down. So you're almost the interior push almost pushes the quarterback into your. Edge rushers, or exactly, um, you know, he'll step into the sack. I mean, there's nowhere. It basically creates it nowhere to go. So that's why interior push mm-hmm. is so so important, especially for some of these guys like the Tom Brady's and uh, you know, of the world.
0: Right, exactly, because you know those guys who aren't exceptionally mobile, you know, they they they, they ain't getting away from those uh those biggins, those uh edge rushers, those speedy edge rushers are there. Sometimes even those interior guys. So there you go. That's why interior pressure is so important? A little, uh, a little uh, defensive line pressure one on one from Billy and I.